Welcome to the Living It Differently podcast, where we focus on what it is to live a low-tox lifestyle. Everything matters, from what we eat, think, breathe, put on our bodies, and into the environment around us. Through naturopathic insights, we share with you what we know and have learned works for us. Every small change you choose to make adds up. So start living it differently with us today. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Living It Differently with your hosts Ingrid and Tara. It has been a long time since our last episode. We are very sorry. Um, Very busy women we are, but we are back now. (laughs) So welcome. Um, We have a great episode this week. So in Australia, we are now in springtime. We have that lovely wind, which we all just love. And with that, we have dust, dry weather, and lots of pollen. So, hay fever, everyone's favorite thing, hay fever. Sneezing and tissues. Exactly. So, we're here to address what is hay fever and how can we, I suppose, fix that. So, let's start with what does hay fever look like? Well, technically, hay fever is a swollen and inflamed lining to your nose. So rather than your sinuses, just your nasal passage is actually inflamed and swollen. I know it doesn't always feel like that, but that's the technical definition of it. So we've got typically clear mucus, like that runny, clear snot, dripping, um, sneezing, itchy eyes, and sometimes leading to itchy skin. But typically the hay fever is more the facial symptoms. Right, okay. So nasal passage, so that's just our nose Yes. Nose canals. Yes. And not the tubes that run along our face throughout our ears. No, not typically. Like yeah, that okay. typically then it can lead to that. Obviously yep. people end up with sinusitis, so that's a topic for another day. But that that then is usually when we get a change in mucus colour. So if the snot charming conversation, that the snot that you blow is yellow or green or even a thick white, then we're starting to look at sinusitis infections. Yep. Hay fever is typically just irritated clear right sneezing red itchy eyes so it's just basically an angry nose <laughs> yeah and itchy eyes. yeah losing it having a tantrum <laughs> uh, maybe <laughs> okay so in terms of what's happening in the nose what is this in terms of the biological oh, instance i suppose yes yeah, so it's an allergic but what's happening is someone's having an allergic reaction to something in the environment yeah. So typically hay fever is, you know, wattle comes out late August and so people go into diabolical reactions. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we're talking about spring right now. It's especially on the south coast of New South Wales. It's dry. It's windy. There are flowers out. There's trees flowering, um, you know, lots of flowers in the garden. So there's lots of pollens um, and they become irritants. I think the dust is an irritating thing too. Remember after mm. camping it was crazy with all that dust. Yeah. Um, and this then causes an immune reaction and it's an excess histamine release that causes those symptoms. So essentially hay fever is an excess histamine disorder. Right. Okay, cool. That's interesting to know. That's good. So we've just like clarified that basically the mucus in your nose is still clear. Yep. It's just like you're really, really like irritated. Yep. If it's discolored then that's a whole different thing and you don't have hay fever. You've actually got something else going on. More than likely, yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, cool. So to move on from there, we've, we now know what hay fever is and a lot of my friends who may get hay fever or people I know, 
they will take as many antihistamines as they can possibly get in their bodies to try and calm the system down because in a panic because i get it like i mean crazy weather you can't control it but how can we i suppose what natural remedies can we use that's going to be do a way better job yeah totally because the antihistamines i mean obviously they work people go oh my goodness changed my life but it's actually suppressing your immune system so they're not something we want to do always because mm. they're actually pushing the system down it's not solving the problem so we can use um, natural antihistamine ingredients so um, two really well-known ones are quercetin and vitamin c i mean vitamin c has been around since forever and one of its major actions is as an antihistamine you take a high enough level and it reduces histamine in the system um, it also reduces uh, inflammation so remember i said to you that it's an inflamed nasal passage so we've not only got to reduce the histamine which is causing the inflammation but we then have to deal with the inflammation that has been created mm. by the reaction yeah, well, okay. and inflammation is always a little tricky to treat in some ways because it's like a staircase that's how i explain it the more inflammation layers upon itself the more you've got to kind of push it down to remove it it just doesn't usually self-resolve you have to help it to resolve so things like vitamin c uh, quercetin is a really interesting nutrient. We know a lot about it post-COVID and antiviral action, but it's traditionally been used as an antihistamine. Um, it suppresses mast cells. So mast cells in your body are the cells that release histamine, and quercetin actually sort of calms them down and tells them to shut up, and therefore we get a lowering of a histamine release. So um, it's like when people have food intolerances, good example with you right and dairy so if you mm -hmm. have a little cheesy bites what happens the next morning i am snotty and i'm sneezing and i'm deeply upset because <laughs> i love cheese right so this is a histamine response yeah. so really similar to hay fever and so one of the tricks we have is if you have your little cheesy bites is to then take a quercetin and it will help reduce if not stop that histamine release so that you don't wake up the next morning sneezing and I mean, yes. obviously, we try not to eat the dairy. It's not an excuse to keep eating the but dairy. But I mean, but, once but a, a good cheese one. lover, always a cheese lover. Oh, well, maybe. So <laughs> you can't give up cheese. That would just be a very sad life. Well, we don't eat cheese as a rule, so <laughs> calm down. <laughs> I know. Um, the other one that's really phenomenal, um, lots of studies have been done, actually, is black seed oil. So nigella seed. It's an Ayurvedic medicine that gets used a lot. And they've done studies to show that a teaspoon a day is found to reduce inflammation and um, is an antihistamine. So yeah, that's another wow. really easy remedy that you can add into your daily input. Yeah, okay, cool. That's really interesting, actually. I didn't really know about the black seed oil. I've never... I suppose I hear about people using it, but mm. I don't... Mm. I've never used it myself, so that's no. really interesting. No. And it's easy to take a teaspoon a day, and yeah. that's another one to reduce that inflammation and yeah, yeah. histamines. Now, with the vitamin C as well, you want yep. a high dose, don't you? Oh, to totally. Really yeah, we don't want... You know, a chewy a day at 250 yeah. milligrams plus sugar will come to the also, sugar. Also, like yeah. eating an orange? No. I mean, wouldn't it be nice if oranges were high in vitamin C? I mean, yeah. if you had your own tree and you left them to be sunny, ripe and gorgeous, then yes. But typically, a good old one is oranges in supermarkets don't have vitamin C because they're picked green, they're stored, mm. they're shipped. Yeah. Actually, supermarket, kiwi fruit have more vitamin C than oranges. Really? Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. A lot of oranges were found to have zip. We're all going to start in kiwis now. Yeah, yeah. Well, yum, yum. Yeah. Mm. So it's good to know, though, because I feel like many people, this is in terms of immune health, but which is helpful with the hay fever as well. They go, I need vitamin C, so I'm just going to eat an orange or drink orange juice rather than go 
and buy a vitamin C supplement, which I get because it would be great if we, like you said, we could mm. just supplement with fruit and veg, mm. but the quality of fruit and veg is not no. very good. So no. if you really want to tackle this hay fever, then you're going to have to buy a very lovely vitamin C tablet. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And you're looking at three to five grams a day minimum. Like you yeah. just really need to load the system. Remember, you're already in symptom mode. You're not just in deficiency mode. You're in illness mode. Yeah. So we actually have to treat the problem. Yeah, so, yeah. You mm. need to help that immune system. Absolutely. Okay. So we've got things we can take internally. Yep. Now, there's quite a lot of things we can do other than just taking supplements, isn't there? Yeah, you can. I mean, we can go back to traditional things like um, swimming in the ocean, you know, because yeah. salt water calms and helps the sinus passages. Interestingly enough, as we go into summer and it's been hot, we're all swimming. Um, don't get in the chlorine pool when you've got hay fever. Chlorine aggravates. I mean, chlorine wow, aggravates a okay, lot of things anyway. Yeah. Mm, but yeah, chlorine's a fairly toxic absolutely, compound. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, ocean swims, you know, when you get dumped by a wave and it flushes out those sinuses, yep. disorientating and revolting. But way to go so good for you though ah, yeah it feels like a whole sinus reset absolutely nasal eye ear your right. whole head's just like oh i've got a brand new head now absolutely yep. and if you can't convince yourself to get in that water that just so you know it's quite cold at the moment i know you got me in there the other day but it was very very fast it was very very, very cold. brave oh, i couldn't feel my <laughs> feet for about half an hour um you can neti pot so that's the old indian where you get water, salt water in a pot and you snort it. It's so not something I can do. I know you've done it. I do it, actually. When I have <laughs> sinus issues, I do it. I just use a um, – we don't have a proper neti pot. Not but broken. I just get a lovely glass filled with salt and water, and then I use a straw. <laughs> and then I tend to do it in the shower because it's very messy. But, like, you just, like, snort the water up your nose oh. through the straw. Look, it's real classy, I but know. it's actually so good. So. It's, it does work. And I do agree. And remember, not salt as in Saxon nasty salt. We're talking Himalayan or Celtic sea salt. Yeah, just yep. as an FYI. Yeah. Um, the only you can do is nasal sprays. So obviously, um, saline solution fez sprays have been around for years, but um, probably you can do better now. You can get xylitol nasal sprays. Mm. And xylitol is an interesting ingredient. Um, it helps alleviate that irritated nasal passage and also sinus tissue. So it's helping that whole area. Um, and it also moisturizes the nasal um, passages and kind of puts like a sticky layer on them. And so it st helps stop any bacteria from uptaking, but also it stops irritants from annoying it because you've got that protective layer. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. very clever. A bit like the um, Ayurvedic method of sticking oil up your nose. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, remember I used to always, whenever I flew in an airplane, the dry... Oh, I don't know what it is, but dry air in there, I'd get bleeding nose or or sinus or hay fever yeah. kind of thing. Um, came across this Ayurvedic method of putting, I think they traditionally use sesame oil. I mean, I used whatever oil, and I must say, one time an Airbnb only had garlic oil. Do not do that. Oh that was just God, garlic oil the entire aeroplane. Why that was would not you so, do that? I was desperate. I needed I know, oil. but that's ridiculous. <laughs> so you just put oil up in your nasal passages and it helps protect them. So it's not a bad thing to do through hay fever season to help protect those passages, yeah. right, from onslaught of pollens and things. But maybe not garlic oil. Maybe just <laughs> Don't olive do oil. garlic oil. Oh, my God. <laughs> was it 10, 10 straws? <laughs> hey, I still worked. It was still oil. It's just smelled it's like so garlic bread strong. all day. Imagine yeah. someone comes in for a kiss or a hug and you just, like, <laughs> oh, smell well. like garlic. <laughs> yum, yum. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so we've got the don't swim in chlorine. Mm. Uh-uh. Salt water's good for you. Mm-hmm. And then xylitol sprays. Mm. 
I've used those actually and when I was using it my nasal passages were so clear as well they're just mm. so much healthier well it's reducing that inflammation right because when it's inflamed it's harder to breathe yeah so it mm. feels clearer because it's also more open mm. so, this helps mm. to like de-anger the nose de-anger the nose yeah yep very scientific you're welcome that's what i'm here for <laughs> so now we have tea yes everyone loves tea oh i love tea everyone yes, loves tea. everybody loves i mean tea. there's a whole nation that loves tea <laughs> english but that's black exactly. tea we're talking herbal tea yes interestingly enough nettle leaf tea which is we use for so many different things it's high in minerals um you know it's just a nice tea but it has been found to be anti-allergic and anti-inflammatory. It actually stabilizes those mast cells that we're talking about before. So therefore, it helps lower the um, release of histamine. So easy. You can make up a great big pot and drink it all day or make several pots mm. and away you go. Um, and the other one probably to add in there just to add a bit of excitement is some fresh ginger. You know, whack yep. a slice of fresh ginger into your tea because ginger's anti-inflammatory. Mm. And remember I said to you, the whole key to this is not just reducing the histamine, but you have to reduce the inflammation that has been created by the histamine release. Yeah, it's like a whole cycle, basically. Totally. Yeah, yeah you can't totally. just be like, oh yeah, goodbye histamine, I'm all good. Yeah, because so you've got to reduce the inflammation. The... Yep. Right, which is where antihistamines don't work, but that's... Yeah. We'll do them don't. Anyway. Yes. They don't really deal with inflammation. Nope. Whereas no, no. these natural approaches actually deal with the histamine response as well as the inflammation that's been caused yes because right? most yeah. of them are anti-inflammatory as well ah. so you're helping to resolve the issue and also strengthen the immune system when we know yeah. vitamin c is for the immune system decrease the like help decrease the chances that you'll continue getting hay fever as well if you try to help that response in the yes, body yes as long as you address you know here's the rub right Hay fever is not just because wattle popped out, right? Yes. This is people kind of go, oh, my God, it's wattle season. I've got hay fever. Well, yeah, but the reason you're reacting to the wattle is because usually, I mean, some people are allergic to things, right? There's mm -hmm. no two ways about that. Yeah. But usually when you have people that start to react to everything in the environment, it's because their immune system's already compromised in some way. Now, mm -hmm. typically, typically it's because they've got food intolerances is usually the first place to look. I mean, there's mm. multiple, multiple reasons yeah, why course. your immune system can be um, compromised from things like your pH levels and, you know, it's your, they call it the terrain, biological terrain. How's your body doing? Um, but usually if you look at your diet, first place to always start when you've got hay fever and things is take out the dairy. It's mucus forming. Like, just give it a break. You know, you might be able to have it when you're good, but, you know, probably not. If you've got a snotty nose, basically, you should not be eating dairy. No. It is such a sad life. But it's true. It's that true. That cheese has to go. Yeah, No absolutely. more cheese plates. And and if you look at other food intolerances, there may be other things you're eating that's challenging the immune system on an everyday basis. Because mm -hmm. ha they don't have to be allergies. It's not eat a peanut, drop dead. Mm. This is things like eat tomatoes, they cause inflammation and sore joints. So if you eat tomatoes every day, you're always causing inflammation and sore joints. That yeah. will impact your immune system at some point because it's fighting to deal with the fact it's impacting inflammation exactly. in your joints. So it's that flow-on effect. And for goodness sakes, avoid sugar. I know it's in the out there and everybody thinks it's part of your diet. But, you know, I find it so interesting when you look at, you know, when we do live blood where I look at blood under the microscope, we know that neutrophils, so they're our most common element of our white blood cells, yeah. Um, Sugar can actually make them non-viable. It's like it anesthetizes them, <laughs> puts them to sleep, can put them up to sleep for a couple of hours. Well, hang on a tick. So we have a good sugar fix and our immune system is like, it's you know, this is so not technical, but it's like it's asleep for a while. It's not yeah, brilliant. Wow. I mean, we want our immune system up and functioning. That's pretty bad. 
Well, sugar's pretty bad. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm talking white sugar, right? Not not eat an apple or... Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, this yeah. is like your good old sugar in a packet. White That's sugar. That's in all your biscuits and cakes and Lollies all the things we and... love to eat as a treat, I suppose. But, um, yeah. Wow, okay. So just like puts those cells down. to sleep and they're mm. not active anymore so therefore our immune well, system yeah is sort just, of it just slows well, it's them depleted down. it's yeah. like it's compromised so yeah it's absolutely not going to be doing its no. job to the best of its ability right yeah yeah right yeah, absolutely okay so we want the immune system fighting so all the good things that we can do lots of water fresh air take mm. out the foods that you react to take the sugar out take the chemicals out yeah and i think with like responses with, with histamine as well like for me, for a while, every time I ate eggs, I would have a histamine response mm. in the morning. It was only in the morning. It was very strange. But I think if you just start to look, okay, I'm sneezing a lot pretty much the same time each day. It could be something you're walking past on the way to work or it could actually be you've eaten something. So play around with taking things out because maybe that's also happening, right? And, having an impact. And things like having chemicals in your environment, so perfumes or... Um, diffuses with artificial scents or room sprays that are toxic mm. chemicals or you know like it's also look at your environment and mold i mean that's another whole conversation yeah but, um but it's reducing those things around you too washing powders what you wash your clothes in oh my goodness when the yeah. neighbor's washing omo i sneeze mm. even to this day <laughs> yuck yeah stop using omo no but it's just like yeah yeah you know to use use low tox ingredients not just because it gives you brownie points for the environment which is great but mm. also brownie points for your health and for your body mm. okay well i think that was pretty good i didn't know a lot about hay fever to be honest i needed people sneezed a lot and that was their problem <laughs> not mine so but at least we've kind of made we've looked at the differences between having actually hay fever or having sinusitis so yes. that's the first step you really need to take is do i have hay fever or do I have an infection, in which case I need to actually really treat something that's different? Yeah, and different story. we'll cover that down the track. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we have our supplements with vitamin C, quercetin, amazing supplements, and the black seed oil as well. I honestly had no idea about black seed oil. That is mm. fascinating to me. Mm. And then nasal sprays. Get in that salt water. You are brave enough to do it. <laughs> I got you to do it. So I it's think cold. It is cold, but it's good. Honestly... Potentially, I think the cold water just shocks the system. It's like shock therapy. You well, know? we know that from all of Inhofer, but anyway, that's another whole conversation you just, like, too. Shock the body out of Ugh. it, right? Yeah, bring on February where it's warmer. And then we have our lovely teas. So get in the cold water with the salt, <laughs> and then you get out and you make yourself a nice cup of tea to make yourself feel better. And ta-da, solve the problem. We have solved world issues <laughs> and food allergies as well. Dairy and sugar, take Absolutely. them out. Honestly, you don't need them in life. You can get nut cheeses. They're just as good. <laughs> well, till next time. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Sorry we um took forever, but we are back. We missed you all. Hope you missed us. <laughs> Bye. Bye.